Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for September 4th, 2022. Please join in our call to worship. God is in this house today for God longs to be in relationship with us. God is in this house today for God loves the sinners and the saints. God is in this house today for God sees all, claims all, and loves all. God is in this house today, so let us worship Holy God. Jesus, Zacchaeus was a sinner, as are we all. Yet you invited yourself to his house. Please invite yourself to our house over and over again. We long for your presence. Amen.
is once again from the book Dear God, Honest Prayers to a God Who Listens by Bunmi Latitan. Dear God, you weave miracles seamlessly into the tapestry of my life, not wishing to be obvious, but desiring to be savored as I wonder. Could it be? Was that? You leave the lightest of footprints, ones that are so easily blown away by the wind, but never seem to disappear completely. Your ways are subtle and extravagant all at once so easily taken for granted if one wishes, but if one wishes, they could also stand in awe. Your masterpiece shifts according to the heart of the viewer. It is moved and unmoving. Your word sits on the page, yet it is alive, and once planted in the right soil in a chosen heart, it turns and grows like a child in a womb. Everything you do, everything you speak, your breath contains life. I ask that you speak your living words over me and mine. Love me. We continue our Unraveled series with the story of Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus' Unraveled Identity. Luke 19, 1-10 He entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd he could not because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. There is a tribe in Africa where the birth date of a child is counted not from when they were born, nor from when they were conceived, but from the day that the child was a thought in its mother's mind. And when a woman decides that she will have a child, she goes off and sits under a tree by herself, and she listens until she can hear the song of the child that wants to come. And after she's heard the song of this child... She comes back to the man who will be the child's father and teaches it to him. And then, when the mother is pregnant, the mother teaches that child's song to the midwives and the old women of the village, so that when that child is born, the old women and the people around her sing the child's song to welcome it. And then, as the child grows up, the other villagers are taught the child's song. 
If the child falls or hurts its knee, someone picks it up and sings its song to it. Or perhaps the child does something wonderful or goes through the rites of puberty. Then, as a way of honoring this person, the people of the village sing his or her song. In the African tribe, there is one other occasion upon which the villagers sing to the child. If at any time during his or her life the person commits a crime or aberrant social act, the individual is called to the center of the village and the people in the community form a circle around them. Then they sing their song to them. The tribe recognizes that the correction for antisocial behavior is not punishment, it is love and the remembrance of identity. When you recognize your own song, you have no desire or need to do anything that would hurt another. Once upon a time, a very long time ago, a baby boy was born. He was a beautiful baby, and his mother loved him so. So she named him a beautiful name, a name that, she felt, would serve him well. That name meant pure, clean, righteous. That name evoked the running of clear water over rocks, like a mountain stream. That name was Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus grew and grew, though not very much. And somehow, through that period of living, he forgot a bit who he was. He forgot who he was in his mother's eyes. He saw only the glitter of gold. He heard only the siren song of greed. And he became someone quite different from the name he was named. For Zacchaeus became a tax collector, a chief tax collector, not just some random guy who works for the IRS and tries to get people to pay what the government says they owe. No, Zacchaeus was different. Zacchaeus was a sellout, a traitor, a turncoat, and a thief. Because no one became rich simply collecting what the government said was due. Tax collectors in those days and in that place became rich by collecting taxes plus a percentage more, which they used to line their own pockets. Besides that, Zacchaeus worked for the hated Romans. He was collaborating with the enemy. If you remember stories of the Holocaust, you will know the special hatred its victims had for the collaborators and the capos who sold out to the Nazi regime. They were the most despised of all, these traitors, these sellouts, these hypocrites, these double-dealing, treasonous vipers. So to say that his fellow citizens didn't like Zacchaeus would have been an understatement. He was despised. And of course, everyone would have known who he was in that small town. For one, he was probably the richest man in town, or at least one of the richest. He was the guy who lived in the mansion on the hill. 
and for another, he was short, very short. Short enough that in that small city of two to three thousand, he was instantly recognizable. So you can imagine the scene. Jesus is going to pass by. There is great excitement. A thousand people line the dusty streets to see him. And Zacchaeus cannot find a space in the front row where he can see. No, people close ranks ahead of him. They elbow him back. They act as though they neither see nor hear his pleas for space to see Jesus. Because, you see, they think they know who he is. So Zacchaeus forgets himself in the excitement. He runs ahead of the crowd. No self-respecting man ran in those days and in that place. But no, he hitches up his fancy robes and takes off like a shot in the direction he knows Jesus must come. After all, who would know these narrow, winding roads as he would? Then he does another unheard-of thing. He climbs a tree like a little boy. No self-respecting Jewish man would climb a tree. Absolutely not. What an embarrassment to be caught peeking through the branches of a tree. But here comes Jesus. And Jesus will not let him hide. Jesus will not allow Zacchaeus to forget himself for one more instant, because somehow in this strange town among these strangers, Jesus knows who this tiny man in the tree is. And he calls him by name. Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. This is a shock to the townspeople. Jesus knows Zacchaeus. Jesus is speaking to Zacchaeus, inviting him to himself to his home. If Jesus should have noticed Zacchaeus at all, they thought, it should have been to chastise him, to give him a public tongue-lashing. After all, who is a bigger sinner than Zacchaeus? If his neighbors noticed him at all, it would have been to sneer, to cross the street rather than to be in his vicinity. If they noticed him at all, it would have been to laugh at his short stature or to heap invective upon him for his greed. Or in this case, they would have made hay out of his running and climbing a tree. Such an undignified spectacle. But Jesus strikes them dumb with his calling Zacchaeus by name. He amazes them with his inviting Zacchaeus out of the tree. He astonishes them with his inviting himself to Zacchaeus' house by honoring this sinner with his presence. Surely, they murmur, surely Jesus must not know who this man is. He must not realize who this traitor, this evil, greedy sinner is. But yes, Jesus knows who Zacchaeus is. Zacchaeus is his relative, a son of Abraham, he says, as Jesus himself is. 
Zacchaeus is a friend and a brother. There is way more to this Zacchaeus than meets his neighbor's eyes. And somehow, in Jesus' look and loving invitation, Zacchaeus remembers who he himself is. He doesn't even have to wait for Jesus to come to his house and give him a talking to. Zacchaeus stands there right in the middle of the road and turns his life completely around. Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. We might think he has forgotten himself, and in a way that might be true. He turned his back on what he has been. His vocation has unraveled. His identity as a greedy, conniving, defrauding con man has unraveled. But actually, under Jesus' loving gaze, Zacchaeus has remembered himself as he was meant to be. Zacchaeus, pure, clean, righteous. Jesus has brought him back to himself has sung him his life song. Jesus has reminded Zacchaeus of his true self. Salvation has come to his house. Brothers and sisters, who are we meant to be? Who were we born to be? Jesus can sing us our life song can remind us of our born purpose, our identity in Christ. And when we see others as children of God, can we see them as God does? Can we welcome them as Christ has welcomed us? Can we help sing God's life song to them to remind them that they are God's beloved children? Jesus looked at Zacchaeus through eyes of love. Let us go then and see others in that same way. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you for your great love. We thank you that you loved Zacchaeus and that you recognized him as a child of God. Help us to accept your love for ourselves and to spread it to others. In Jesus' name, amen.
We have spent time in God's presence. We have heard God sing us the song of ourselves. Go then and sing God's song to the world. Amen.